We got an interesting uh, Facebook comment the other day. And it's true, we do hear this from time to time. This guy is a uh, frequent commenter on our Facebook page, and we hope a frequent listener named uh, Joe Guerrero. Mm. And he asks, let's answer a question that everyone's been afraid to ask, the elephant in the room. Let's address it. Is your radio station owned by Bruce Springsteen? <laughs> First of all, no. <laughs> it's not. No. It's Secondly, not. I don't know why we'd be afraid to answer that question. Right. And if I'm being completely honest with you, when we first got approached about coming to do the show here, I thought the boss, because of New Jersey, referred to Tony Soprano or, yeah. or something yeah. like that. Uh, for some reason, I didn't immediately think of Bruce, Bruce. but mm-hmm. this is actually not unusual. There are celebrities that own radios, like Stevie Wonder owns a radio station. Oh, he does? Yep. I Out didn't in, know uh, that. Hollywood, the uh, cowboy singer Buck Owens used to own a radio station. Pat Sajak, up until I think about a year ago, owned a radio station down in Maryland. Was so, he on it? Uh, no, but Pat did oh. start out as a DJ before yeah. he was a game show host. Okay. So I guess he's just had a lifelong love of radio. Steve Harvey has owned radio stations mm-hmm. over the years. So there are a lot of celebrities that have actually owned their own station. This uh, station was uh, used to be part of the Asbury Park Press. Right. And that's why the company is still called Press. Mm-hmm. So, But no, not owned by Bruce. <laughs> but I don't know why this would be some secret. If we were owned by Bruce, I right. think it would be something we'd be perfectly fine with, yeah, perfectly he, proud of. He commented, and I, I saw that, and he said, I, w- I, want, I was wondering if you could answer a question that no one will answer for me and right. I, if you do a quick wiki search of yeah. the station it tells you exactly who owns this so i sent him the wiki page not sure why that that's not a secret i promise it's not in fact we have to be careful to say make sure we don't say that bruce owns any right part we of wouldn't this. want to it's imply not... that bruce owns a station right, because he right. doesn't own the station <laughs> right. and that's a nickname <laughs> that was given to him by his fans right not... and that's one that he came up with himself right <laughs> So it was just kind of funny that they said that. As a matter of fact, though, uh, you were in good company because I uh, heard early on we did an event that uh, Mr. John Bon Jovi attended, Mm -hmm. and he actually asked our staff, he goes, hey, guys, it's me, John Bon Jovi. Did did Bruce buy a station? Oh, really? So I guess if John Bon Jovi thought it, then Joe on our Facebook page shouldn't feel bad. Interesting. Okay. (laughs) Of course, John's like, I guess I got to buy one, Dan. I got to keep up. (laughs) The pasta's not enough. (laughs) The pasta's not him. That's Dad. That is uh, John Bon Jovi Sr. Ah, okay. Who makes the uh, fantastic uh, Bon Jovi brand mm-hmm. pasta sauce. Very, very good. It is real, real good. Yeah. Not, not as good as Rayo's. Rayo's is real good, too. <laughs> I no, love Rayo's. That's not true. They're equally good. I like them both, but Rayo's is next level. Both Jersey made. <laughs> and we'll, we won't even talk about Joe Leone's at this time of the morning. because <laughs> Please don't. I won't be able to make it through the rest of my day. I'm going to have to head down to shore right now. Oh, man. Give me some Joe Leone's. So anyway, that hope that answers your question. Mm-hmm. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, 1071 The Boss, 99.7 FM, anywhere on the free Boss app, 1071theboss.com, available on your phone, on your Alexa, a lot of ways to listen. Thank you for listening. We certainly do appreciate your time and attention. Good morning, America. Welcome. Hello. How how are you? It is Tuesday, October the 25th, (laughs) 2022. I'm three shots of espresso in. (laughs) Speaking of which, I'm talking about pancakes. Espresso. I just I got food on the brain. It yeah. is a tasty Tuesday. The food file on the way this morning. Mm-hmm. We'll go to the celebrity hotline. We're talking to Matt Wright. He's got this show, The uh, Wild Crocodile Hunter. He's not like, uh, God rest his soul, uh, Steve Irwin. No. Mm-mm. He takes this very seriously. He's about conservation. He's about... Uh, right. He's just very serious about yeah. This is absolutely a job for him. He grew up in Australia, and he's... This is what happens in his backyard. Because he's uh, He's not quite as colorful as Steve, and he's no. not funny. But I don't want to say he's not entertaining, because he's got these crazy stories that to him seem so routine. Right. 
And to us, it seems like, what? Well, that's nuts. Right, right. He's wrangling Crocs, and he's like three years old. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll talk to him, find out what that's about. He's got a new show, of course. We'll check the bulletin board, the Fast Five, the birthday file, he said. She said. Coming up at 750, 72920, hashtag mom. God, fashion. We'll give you another little peek into the uh, cash giveaway that starts on Thursday morning, a little bit after 7 o'clock this morning, and we'll... Talk about that a little after 7. Plus some tickets at 820. Open a boss ticket window. Go see Dead & Company at City Field featuring John Mayer. So a big old broadcast. It's past a weekend. Spent a little time uh, with my folks and some of my extended family. And it was kind of a, a strange dinner party. Yeah, it, it was, um, yeah. <laughs> now, these are second, third cousins of mine. And they're very nice right. people. And we were grateful to go and uh, and had a nice time. And they have a beautiful home. And it was beautiful a nice, uh, home. It was a nice yes. get together. But it was one of those uh, discussions where you just decide to say nothing because you just right. don't want to get into a debate. Right. Because we walked onto there. And listen, I, I come out and say I'm a middle of the road kind of guy, right? Mm-hmm. But we came out of there and I said, man, that was a whole bunch of liberalism. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just. It, <laughs> it was, was like the same way I've talked to people and I go, God, he is completely off the deep end. He's watching John Hannity 24 hours a day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, whatever you whatever you want to watch and like, that's fine. But I, it's one of those things when you're in mixed company. Yeah, they you, always say don't talk about sex, religion, right, or politics. Right, and this was your family, so I it we is talked a about, little different. We but talked about nothing but politics and religion. It's always. At least about, nobody talked about sex. That, yeah, no, we didn't talk about sex, so that would have been even more awkward, I guess. But it was, <laughs> it was definitely an interesting, interesting dinner. And the other thing that was interesting was the food that was served because it wasn't typical. When you have a gathering of people, you think you serve something that you know everyone's going to like pasta or something simple, hamburgers, Ham, maybe hamburgers, something sliders, right? And they are very fancy, very prim and proper, prim and proper, and they serve this large bowl of. Sausage. It was just... I, sausage in a pan. It was sausage in a pan. Listen, it was delicious. It, it was delicious, but I don't... Your mother and I don't really eat sausage. Right. And so they walked out and <laughs> what they were serving was sausage and that's it. <laughs> so they were like, everyone likes sausage, right? And your mother and I kind of locked eyes and we were like, uh-huh. And listen, I do eat sausage. I I, uh, I do enjoy meat, and I got to yeah. tell you though, it was uh, it was tough because the sausage was spicy, oh, and yeah. then there were shallots, mm-hmm. and they tried to. Uh, it was good. Don't get me wrong. The shall- they put grapes in That's there what I was with the say. shallots, the which gave was, it a little, that was amazing. Yeah, a little but, sweetness, mm-hmm. but between the shallots and the spices, I'm like. <laughs> and I was you know, cut- I was cutting indigestion. I- Ajita city. Yeah, I was cutting mine up and like slowly sliding each one of my piece over to your plate because I didn't want to be rude and say <laughs> I don't eat sausage, but. I don't eat sausage. Yeah. <laughs> so I took a couple bites and it was just it was just one of those things that it's not something that I think everyone eats. It's not necessarily a common food and it's a weird thing to serve it for a dinner. You know, party. they had some appetizers too, you know, cheeses and oh, crackers yeah. and that sort of thing, and they're so prim and proper yeah. that again I felt like I was going to make a, embarrass myself, you uh-huh. know? Like, I got a couple of crumbs on my shirt, of course. <laughs> and then the, uh, my glass got stuck to the coaster. I dropped the oh, coaster no. on the floor. So, like, I was just, I was nervous <laughs> the whole time on top of it. Yeah. And we get there, and uh, the first, well, I had a couple of drinks. So, maybe that was, maybe I should have had more. Maybe. But we get there, and they uh, they have a nice uh, downstairs bar, a finished bar and all this. So, we sit down, and they ask what we want. We have a drink, and we're starting to have our cocktail, and they go, okay, let's head upstairs for hors d'oeuvres and then dinner. And I'm right. like, can't we just stay at the bar? <laughs> 
But I got to be honest, I'm good right here at the bar. I know. We can't stay at the bar. Bye, bar. We're apparently not dinner party people because we just, also, we live in a small place. So what you see is what you get. When I serve you drinks, it's also where you're eating, also where you're relaxing, also where you're going to sleep over if you can't drive home. So that's it. And they're like, we're going to go to this room, then this room, then this room. Like, okay, cool. Have you guys heard the new album and they mentioned some indie rock band? Like, no, No, I I don't know what you're talking about. Have you guys heard the new podcast about conservation of trees? So the, no. no. <laughs> you realize that these people are my family, well, our family. Yeah. And that if they, this is why no one invites us to mm-hmm. anything because then we go on the air like a-holes and talk about people. I'm not, well, I'm not trying to be an a-hole. It I love a, them. They're very nice people a, and I appreciate it. I'm just, we're just not that fancy. It was a wonderful dinner and if they want to invite us back down to that bar, I will stay there all night long. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just just know this, that your extended family, you're Robbie and Rochelle, just a couple of alcoholics. That's yeah, what we that's are. That's what okay? it is. Yep. Yep. <laughs> a couple of winos. Sometimes you just need a good silly joke. And I got a couple of them here for you. Listener Tom forwarded along a list of uh, dad Halloween jokes. <laughs> okay. And sometimes it's just great. You know, you just, uh, we. I think we did a whole he said, she said like this. We were doing just dad jokes. You love dad jokes. These are all yes. goofy jokes. They're all uh, spooky Halloween themed. It's Halloween week in uh-huh. the USA, of course. Yeah. You want to hear some of these? <laughs> Do I have a joke? Why are graveyards so noisy? I don't know. Because of all the coffin? Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I got it. Okay. <laughs> Why don't witches have babies? I don't know. Because her husbands have crystal balls. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's good. Oh, I don't know if that's a dad joke. <laughs> Who does scary ghost invite to his party? I don't know. Any old friend he could dig up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. These are goofy Halloween dad jokes. What do birds give trick-or-treaters? I don't know. Tweets. <laughs> That one works at a couple of levels. It does. What's a nickname Skeleton did not appreciate? Bony? Yeah, Bonehead. Bonehead? Yeah, Boner would probably be another Boner. One. What's up, Boner? <laughs> <laughs> it's always amazing to me. People have got like a high school buddy named Boner. Like, that's appropriate. Right. That's not a hey, good mom, name Hey, mom, is to my have. friend Boner? <laughs> Why did the monster go inside the bar? I don't know. For the booze. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Always for the booze. What health insurance would uh, Halloween creatures use? I don't know. Medicare. <laughs> Forget your Obamacare. Get your Medicare right here. <laughs> Did you get this on the toddler tune station? No. <laughs> That's a whole different discussion. <laughs> Rochelle came home the other day and I'm watching cable. You know, they got those music streams like Pandora on your TV. And I'm watching a kid one. She's like, what are you doing? You had I said they got the interesting little facts on the screen. <laughs> Did you know 42% of babies? And I'm like, I don't know who's watching this, but it's interesting. <laughs> They're playing Bob Bob Black Sheep or yeah. something. What's a witch's favorite crime show? I don't know. America's Most Haunted. <laughs> okay. What happened to the cannibal who showed up late to the Halloween dinner? Was hungry? He got nothing but the cold shoulder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what do you call it when a vampire is a serious problem in his home? I don't know. A grave problem. <laughs> He's so mm-hmm. stupid. These are stupid. All right, one more. What's his skeleton's favorite board game? Uh, I don't know. Tibial Pursuit. Tibial Pursuit. You know, because it's a bone. Because he's bony. Hey, Bob, this is Boner. <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Smith. Don't worry, I'm Boner. Hey, boner. All right, time for hashtag mom. Every morning, 720 and 920, we hear from moms. We search that hashtag on Facebook, on Reddit. 
wherever you want to post something, use that hashtag and we search them and hopefully we'll find yours and share them on the radio just like this. At Year of Serenity said, my six-year-old, my six-year-old and I witnessed people fighting at the store and she looked over me and says, this is the last time I come to earth. <laughs> okay. Okay. Whitney Miller said, my son is sick, so his voice is all congested sounding and he asked for crepes for breakfast. So I Googled a crepe recipe, made him crepes, even though we've never made those before, put them down in front of him, and he was like, these are grapes? He wanted grapes. Yeah. Grapes, well, not crepes. A couple of things here. First of all, I could have told you that he wanted grapes because <laughs> he's a child and he's, he's got a very a sophisticated kid. He wanted crepes. Stuff he knows. Secondly, I would like crepes. <laughs> so please send me your address and there I'll stop by. Give me a little Rubbermaid <laughs> container and I'll be on my way. All right. MJ Morris said, you know, there's always that one coworker who doesn't stop talking and won't let you get any work done. That's basically what it's like to have a kid. Yeah. I yeah. would say that's accurate. Yeah. What is your opinion of crepes, by the way? I know that you are a, a fan of French toast more so than pancakes. Yeah. Although you do like pancakes. Mm-hmm. I know you're uh, mets on mets, as we say about waffles. Mm-hmm. What's your take on crepes? I've never had a crepe. You've never had a crepe? I've never had a crepe. How does that happen? Because every time we go out to eat, well, I don't know how to make one. And every time we go out to eat, if crepes is on the menu, so is French toast. And I like French toast. Ah. So I go with the French So I'm unless d- somebody had one and let me try it, I, I've never had one. Here's what I like about crepes is they're essentially pancakes, mm-hmm. but they're a little lighter, a little smaller, and they're so you can eat thin. double the amount and not feel as bad about yourself, you know? Because if you eat 10 pancakes, you feel like a fat ass. Except you know? they're usually filled with something and then topped with whipped cream or something else, so it's not really any You're speaking my you. language, sister. You're speaking my <laughs> language. That's why crepes are great. Okay. <laughs> and they're French, so you feel sophisticated on yes. top of it. Oh, I have a crepe. Uh, <laughs> okay. Hashtag mom. Confession. Moms have a lot going on. We share them every morning right here. Sometimes from dads, sometimes grandmoms too. On your mom confessions, 720 and 920. Excuse me now while I place an order for some crepes. delivery crepes. Yeah, crepe. we'll door dash you some crepes. <laughs> Be a crepey morning for you. Excuse me, do you have any crepes? We kind of got a foodie-friendly show today, wouldn't you say? I got about food quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, funny enough, that brings us to today's Food Fall. Excellent, it's Food Fall. These are stories, of course, trending about food, delicious culinary delights, beverages to guzzle and enjoy. Yes. Caffeination to wake you up this morning. Mm-hmm. Also, sounds good. Oh. Heartbeat, bup, 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 bitter pattern. <laughs> and I get to press that little button I've installed on the console here. Yep. I only do it once a week. I probably should find other ways to use it because it costs us a fortune to have it installed. I don't think you should. I think I feel once like a I week, should do no. something else with it. But. No, once a week is just enough. It's very annoying. <laughs> food file. <laughs> Stories trending about food. A slice of cake from 1981, the royal wedding, Princess Diana, Prince Charles. As a brand new owner, it's an uneaten slice of cake. It's been sitting there in a box for all these years. It ran $190 American. Ew. The cake uh, comes in a box embossed with the words Buckingham Palace and the date of the wedding. But yes, there are still uneaten slices of wedding cake from 1981. I'm all about the royal wedding. I think it was <laughs> yeah. beautiful. I don't need a piece of 30-year-old cake. That's nasty. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a piece of history, though. Is like, it there... the, a moldy piece of cake? Well, who says it's moldy? It's been preserved. I don't know. I mean, the picture of it, it doesn't look moldy. It I looks brand know. new. I hear you. I don't and you're know. not going to eat the cake. You're keeping the cake for posterity. For what, though? That's one of those things that people collect. And what are you going to do with that? It's an old piece of cake. Yeah. It's not It's not the cake they ate. It's the ones that the guests were served. Nope. No, I don't want the old cake. I'm sorry. Okay, all right. Ugh. I'll tell you who does want the cake. King Charles. <laughs> if there's something that belongs to me, I shall collect it. Yeah, I'm sure. It's the food file. New poll. 
61% of people say the more creative the Halloween costume, the more candy you probably will get. 46% of people say they give more candy when a kid does a DIY costume, not something that they clearly bought in a store. Mm, okay. Now, you're usually out trick-or-treating with the kids. You're not the uh, candy-at-the-door guy. Mm-hmm. I, If I participate at all on Halloween, here and there through the years, I'm the door guy. Yeah. And would you agree with that survey then? I uh, immediately decide whether or not I like the kid. You know, like if it's a cute little girl in a princess outfit, I'll give her a big handful. Yeah. If it's some big goober who's like 15, you know, wearing his Freddy Krueger mask, he gets <laughs> one, maybe. Oh, come on. At least he's out trick-or-treating. And get not, the hell out of here. At least he's not sitting at home on the iPad or something. Go he's buy your to, own candy. He's being a kid. He's 15. You're not a kid at 15. I will have, be working. would do the more creative ones. I would give more candy. I I think I like cute, if I'm being honest with you. I like cute, too. I think I give the most candy for cute. I like cute, too, but I like creative. I like matching costumes. So if you come to the door and you're like a brother and sister that's themed, love it. You'll get Well, that's cute. So I would agree with that. It is cute, but it also puts a little bit of thinking into what they were doing. And and also, if they're older kids and they're matching, you know the parents had to bribe them. So I, yeah, more candy for you. When a kid is, uh, especially young kids, in a matching outfit, a DIY outfit, you know what you should do is give wine to the mom. Yeah, because you know they worked the hard kids. on it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mom deserves a little poor. And mom really loves when you give them the little wine or the beer for the road. I'm telling you. Hang on a second. Have you actually done this? I was kidding. Oh, no, I haven't done it. I've gotten it before, though. Yeah, absolutely. You get a little roadie? You're down the yeah, end of the... Uh... Yeah, there are some houses that give the parents roadies. It's fantastic. Favorite houses. Favorite houses. <laughs> yes. Those are the best. <laughs> I should have known. <laughs> And the last time I ever went trick-or-treating, I was that 15-year-old kid, and someone offered me a beer, and I was like, I should probably be done trick-or-treating. You know, what is wrong with this country? <laughs> I was making a joke, and this actually happens. People handed out beer on Halloween yeah, night. Yeah, to the... Well, they thought I was an adult, and that's why I... That doesn't make it any better. You're not yeah. supposed to be hanging out alcohol. You're ruining a great American tradition with <laughs> children, young children, trick-or-treating. It's not ruining it. It's making it better. You're walking out in the cold. It's late. Hey, Mom, come on down. Your do, kid's do, on do, the, like, 15th block of collecting do, candy. You're holding a pillowcase that's 500 pounds full of candy. You're not going to let them eat. You need a beer. I guarantee you, you're getting less candy from me if you have a pillowcase. Don't bring a pillowcase. What do you mean? What do you want? I want to see a nice jack-o'-lantern, okay? No, pillowcase is the way to go. What's wrong with you? That's greedy. No, pillowcase. Well, that's the end of the bit here. (laughs) I think we're done. Waste of time. Strong opinions. Try and squeeze a few more in the food file. There's a class action lawsuit against Barilla Pasta. Customers are arguing that Barilla misleads people into thinking their products are made in Italy when actually they're produced in Iowa. Hmm. Although the original company, I guess they bought the intellectual property to Barilla, did begin in Italy. They have not produced any pasta in Italy for quite some time. Okay. Very disrespectful to mislead people this way. (laughs) I want some cavatappi and I don't want it to be from Dubuque. It's like 89 cents a box. What are you suing What do you expect? (laughs) This is the pasta you buy at the five below. You know what I mean? Wow. Keep us pasta. <laughs> it is. And listen to this. 380,400 avocados are being given away for free in Philadelphia this week. There's surplus from South America that are otherwise going to go to waste. Avocados, of course, go brown very quickly. Yes. And they're very expensive. Yes. So got to use them quick. Yes. They're like Pokemon. Collect them while you can. We need to make a road trip because that's not that far and I could use some avocado. Like we could. What? I don't know. They're just the whole thing sounds sketchy, doesn't it? No. There's a, what? there's a surplus of South American avocados being given away in Philadelphia. They need to tell the grocery stores that because they charge like two fifty an avocado at the store. It cost me 
30 bucks to make guac. It's just too much. Toss up some avocados, some barilla <laughs> pasta from the dollar store. <laughs> there you go. You get yourself a classy meal. Perfect. All right, one more, one more. Dr. Pepper has announced they're releasing bourbon-flavored soda, bourbon-flavored Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. Dr. Pepper bourbon, if you will. Yeah. But before you get too excited, it is non-alcoholic. It simply has the flavor of bourbon, and you can win it only by entering online at Dr. Pepper's website. You better not give Rochelle Dr. Pepper bourbon and then have it not have any actual yeah, bourbon in it. Who wants that? You're going to be TPing your house on Halloween night. Who wants something that tastes like bourbon but doesn't have the alcohol <laughs> content like bourbon? Easy. Come on. Easy. <laughs> Footfall, excellent. It's footfall. Honest to God. Easy. It's okay. Sorry. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Joe, uh, do you hand out the candy at the house or is that Marianne's job or you turn off the lights? Uh, what do you do? It depends on who's near the door when it rings. I mean, you know, it really doesn't matter. Whoever's there, there, you know. But I, I the, the booze thing, that's been going on for a long right? time. Well, I was completely unaware of this right. and I am horrified, all right? Horrified. I, I mean, I, I can remember it, it, even when my kids were kids in the in the neighborhood. There were a million kids in a million houses. And we used to walk around, and some of the parents used to set up little card tables. Yeah, and, and, get the and, little and, bonfire going. Yeah, in the cooler. Beer, yeah, beer in the cooler and wine or whatever you wanted. Some of the guys, if you knew them, they go in and get you know you want a scotch. They right. give you a scotch. Oh yeah, that's been going on forever. You're corrupting a great American tradition. I mean, listen, I love a scotch as much as the next guy, but this is not the time to do it outside when there's children around. You've been missing out being the person going out and handing the candy at the table. you got to walk around with the kids. That's where you get the I mean, listen, when I'm handing out the candy at the door, I'm drinking in the house. Yeah, but you paid for it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. What's wrong with you? Yeah, good point. And then, then, you know, when they come in, and then when the parents come up to the door and you know them, you know, why not? Here, you want a beer? How you doing? You thirsty? Yeah. Yeah. You feel your toes still? It's cold. I mean, you can't give it out to people you don't know. Couldn't you be held liable if something happens to them? Sure you can. I'm being a part of it. But that's why you don't give it to people you don't know. You just, you know, it's that was when I did that years ago. And then again, in Scotch Plains, when I lived in Scotch Plains, that street was insane. (laughs) I think the kids were all on sugar highs and the parents were all drunk. That's why they call it Scotch Plains, Mm -hmm. man. (laughs) <laughs> well, there you go. Matt, good morning. How are you? Good, thanks, mate. Yourself? I'm doing fine. Oh, I like being called mate. I think I can get used to that. that that's something you Australians have got right. I think that's cool. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well, congrats on this show. It's uh, one of the top trending streaming shows, especially in a category on the Netflix machine, Wild Croc Territory. You, you may have seen a show like this before, but you've never seen a show like this before. Oh, my gosh. Some of the stuff that you guys are doing there in Australian Outback with these crocs is craziness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's definitely uh, showcasing the best of what Australia has to offer. And, you know, a lot of people have seen uh, Australia where uh, it's in the Outer Ridge or the Opera House and Ayers Rock. And, but um, being able to showcase where we live and what we do in the northern part of Australia, and it's um, definitely different. It hasn't been seen before since Crocodile Dundee was brought out. Right. Now, when was the first time you encountered a crocodile up close? Were you a little kid? Yeah, yeah. So I was only a young fella. I didn't catch my first croc until I was sort of mid-teens. I was working on a brewery out in the, out in the um, bush there, and the, uh, the croc was tearing off the hose to, to the water pump, and so the guys wanted the croc move. They didn't know how to catch it, and I said, well, I'll give it a go. And sure enough, I caught the croc, and so I was, <laughs> dumbfounded about it all and that's where it started and from there I was working on cattle stations and the cattle stations wanted to shoot the crocs because they were eating the cattle which is a cattle station it's like a ranch that is what you guys have over here Yeah. and I was, 
I was a pilot, I was a mushroom pilot, a chopper pilot, rounding up cattle. And, and uh, at the same time, I was, I was catching and moving some of the biggest crocs. And now, hang on a second. So you never had any formal training. This is just something that you, you felt you could do this and you did it. And luckily, you didn't get your foot bitten off or anything. Yeah. Matt, have you ever been bitten by a crocodile? No. 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 I've got uh, two legs, two arms, two hands. No, if you get bitten by a croc, there's a pretty short chance you're going to lose one of them. Wow. No, we don't. We try not to get bitten by a crocodile. <laughs> um, it doesn't end well for anyone. Hey, it's been a, been a steep learning curve, but um, I started as a kid catching some of the deadly snakes in the world. Um, your browns, your taipans, your tiger snakes, your death adders, and I was moving them out of um, people's backyards. And then as I got a bit older, I took on the challenge to move crocodiles. Now, you realize uh, when you tell us this that you catch uh, crocs and you have the snakes <laughs> as a kid, like you realize you sound like a crazy person. You know that, right? Because <laughs> to me, I can't imagine doing that, but to you, it's just no big deal. Hey, I'm walking around the streets in New York and I'm just like, you got to be crazy with deer. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. <laughs> I think uh, every, day, every day I get into Central Park to go and check, check the lagoons out there, the, the waterholes out in, uh, in Central Park, making sure there's no alligators down there. And I think the best I've come up with is a couple of squirrels running up a tree. Now, you raise an interesting question here mentioning alligators. What is, I think people are always confused by this, what is the big difference? How do you know the difference between a croc and an alligator? Alligator. You know, your big rounded head, they're pretty placid sort of crop, uh, pretty placid sort of reptile and um, they, they can live in a lot colder um, climates and probably get to about a, a size of about 16 foot, I believe. Um, whereas your saltwater crocodile lives in a lot warmer climates and can't survive in the cooler climates and will get to a size of 22, 23 feet which is about seven metres. Oh, my God. They, uh, they, they're quite aggressive. If you, if you end up in the water with a, with a saltwater crocodile, there's not much chance of you getting back out. Wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Man, that's... <laughs> I'm good. Now, have you ever had one uh, that became a friend, a pet, or it's just not possible? No, well, I did, and I just lost him only, only a week ago, I think. Um, I posted that on my, on my socials. on Bone Cruncher, he's been with me for about... Uh, he, he's been with me for about eight years. Mm. Is is that a fourteen foot um, croc? He had a few handicaps on him. He lost his bottom jaw and his eye and oh. um, part of his tail, and nearly got his leg torn off. And but he was very placid, and he was my mate. And you know, I'd, he was like a dog to me. I'd, I'd get out there, mm. I'd, you know, I wouldn't be there for months, and I'd crawl out in the lagoon, and up he come and say good day, and he'd hang out. Wow. Well, this is an emotional roller coaster just to talk to you. I, I just I love your passion so much. Uh, we could talk all day. The show is on Netflix. It's called Wild Croc Territory. You're just a fascinating man. It's, I appreciate you making some time for us. Matt Wright, good to meet you. Thanks, thanks for having me on the show today. Always on demand, 1071theboss.com, wherever you get your podcasts. Always on the socials, always at 1071theboss.com and the Robbie and Rochelle in the morning page. So a lot of ways to connect, stay in touch. We certainly do appreciate that. You know, he's getting the text connect too. 774-4444, anytime. All right, time for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Here you go, five big training stories we thought you needed to know to be in the know from number five to number one. We start at number five and count down today. I know what you come to this program for, and that is the latest in flatulence news. Really? Here's video. <laughs> Husband is uh, taking video of this. Got their three-year-old sitting with him on the porch. He's just let one go. Here comes the wife walking out onto the porch. Come on, let's go. Is the apple... 
If you want your apple, you gotta come inside. Oh, did you? What is that? When are you like farting? <laughs> did you fart? Yep. And then you <laughs> walk right into it? I didn't know that it was gonna be bad. Sorry. Come on. I need a girl in this house. Sorry. I need another girl in There's this house. There's a girl. There's Not a girl. <laughs> Poor lady. I feel her pain. Let me ask you something. Do you let one go? Yep. <laughs> It's like we had audio at Nolan's house last night, isn't it? Oh, come on. This is a little bit different, but we were in the car yesterday, and we're driving along, and we get a little traffic, a little patch of traffic. Rochelle goes, yeah, it smells like feet. There must be a power plant or something nearby. What is that? Is that an animal? I said, I took my shoes off. (laughs) Men are just disgusting, aren't we? so true. Just disgusting. That's absolutely what happened. It was so funny. Can we hear the start of that one more time? I just want to hear the moment once again. I like... Let's go. Nice job, Dad. There it is. That's so gross. That's a good one, too. That's disgusting. Number four. Here's something that happened uh, earlier this week. A flight attendant, and of course someone's rolling tape on, or rolling on their phone, I guess. Of course. Not rolling tape, you know, recording on their phone, I should say. Always. Flight attendant sees that a teacher she had in high school is on the plane. Today is National Teacher's Day. So we are supposed to recognize our favorite teachers we've ever had in our entire life. All right, let me stop it right there. This is a lovely coincidence. (laughs) But this is something, it's a moment you have between you and your teacher uh-huh. nobody on the plane cares okay <laughs> when i'm on an airplane i want to know a couple of things uh-huh. is the plane going down are we going to die mm-hmm. <laughs> sure go through your safety deal i understand you have to do that legally yeah and then let me know when we're beginning our descent mm-hmm. and about how long it's going to take before we're on the ground i don't want to hear from you at all other than that <laughs> you know what i really like is when the pilot gets on he does the oh from the uh, captain's uh, quarters here <laughs> uh that's your captain speaking well we're going to take a uh, left by ohio then we're going to do a cruising altitude about 2,200 feet. I'm like, who cares? You don't care for any of that, I'm huh? not interested. And, and listen, I'm a fan of aviation as well, you but I are. don't need these details. Mm-hmm. I suppose if she wants to get on and tell me that the food cart's coming by, that would be fine. <laughs> but I could just look for myself and see it coming down the aisle. There's no need for these kind of things. I don't want to be entertained. <laughs> just turn the Wi-Fi on and shut up until we're about to land, Okay. Oh, we're going to reach a cruising altitude about 35,000 feet. At that point, you feel free to move about the cabin. I'll feel free to move about the cabin whenever I'm good and ready, okay? Wow. And I'm not putting the seatbelt on. I don't care what you say. I'm not doing it. Uh Uh-uh. My little tip is I put a book over my... i got to lift that book and take a look, let me tell you. And if all those fellas, i got my gut hanging over my belt, too. So they they can't see. It's a good thing you don't travel often. (laughs) Number three... New York man Scott Salvador has officially been crowned the 2022 National Mullet Champion. God bless America, Scott Salvador, our mullet champion. Here he is. When I cut that first mullet off, it was such a part of my identity. I uh, felt like a part of me died. So, mullet chose me and I cut it off. I had some cold neck problems and I I wasn't happy about it. As far as happiness goes, I think mullets are a lot like jet skis. And quote my fellow brother in mullet dumb Kenny Powers. I've never seen a sad person on a jet ski. Oh, he you took know, that very seriously. My favorite part of that is they have not one, but two sports reporters mm-hmm. reporting on the National Mullet Championship. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. These two thought they'd be uh, working for ESPN, interviewing Tom Brady about uh-huh. uh, winning the Lombardi Trophy. Well, what are they talking? They're talking to Scott Salvador, the mullet champion. I don't get the mullet. I don't know why. You don't look good. Do you think you look good? I think you look does, in the mirror and you like, think he looks I good. look good. I think he does think he looks good. It doesn't look good. Don't you see pictures of other people with mullets and you look at that and you're like, that looks good? It's the same guy driving a Jeep with a pirate flag. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they have a very skewed not, fashion it, sense. It doesn't look good. You, How about this? Number two, let's go to Florida because it's always 
Florida, Florida. Middle school student there has been accused of stealing about $13,000 in cash from her grandparents. Oh, my gosh. And then attempting to give it to her friends at school. No. This is the mother of one of the kids at school who was offered cash from this little kid. She was like, yeah, mom. The child did come up to me and asked me if I wanted $100. And she said, no, it's got to be stolen. I don't want nothing to do with it. I would have taken the money. Jesus. <laughs> What are you doing, kid? It's nice that she was trying to do something sweet, but doesn't she know you can't... Did she understand that she was stealing? I have no idea. I think this is uh, very top of the... There's much more to this story file. Yeah, you know? that's very strange. Are, did, are these... Is this laundered money? What's going on you here? little rat bastard. That was my life savings. <laughs> you give it to your friends. Yeah, very strange. <laughs> wow, okay. Take the cash. <laughs> you teach your kids nothing else in this life, tell them, take the cash. Take the cash. Bonus story for you. A Laguna Beach school school student has become the first ever girl to score two touchdowns during a high school football game laguna beach california her name is bella rasmussen i'm incredibly grateful and blessed to have the people that i do around me to support me and see me succeed yeah i'm bella i'm a high school football player that's awesome. If you're going to play, I think girls should play with girls and boys should play with boys. It's just not fair otherwise. I grant you that. Boys are bigger. Sure, it's a different body age. type. Just, they are bigger. and But girls can be tough and girls get catty even with boys. So they'll take you out. So I don't you know. think that we should have a... Uh, I would love to play football with boys. I did powder puff in school, which was against other girls. I would have loved it if the guys were there because I wouldn't have felt like I had to hold back a little bit because I don't want to hurt somebody. You know what I, I think the uh, the fear is from the football coaches that women uh, inevitably will resort to the Absolutely. bam right into the nutsack. they got a you know cup what I mean? on. They'll be fine. <laughs> they'll be fine. <laughs> also, I feel like guys that get distracted too. So advantage to girls. Maybe men should just stop playing football altogether. We're clearly not capable yeah. of we'll let them be the cheerleaders conducting ourselves in a professional manner. You imagine <laughs> men as cheerleaders like big burly dudes. Be hot. <laughs> there's, there's Tyler up there as a cheerleader. They're all spelling the words wrong. He shaved his legs and everything. <laughs> Sexy. Looks so nice and tight. Who knew? <laughs> and number one, there's a startup business in Russia. They're offering to bury people alive. What? And then dig them back up. Holy crap! They call it a life affirming experience. Will help you appreciate life. No. They. <laughs> Say this is uh, similar to goat yoga, where it gives you a oneness with nature. I'm not making this up. What? The price tag for this, $57,000. They will come to your house. You will not know this is happening. You won't know when it's going to happen. They'll take you, they'll bury you, and then they'll dig you up after they leave you down there for a little while. No? Welcome to Russia. No? Where you pay us to bury you alive. That's crazy. Uh, 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 uh. (laughs) Why are you the count? Because Russia might as well be Transylvania. Okay. I mean, that's horrible, isn't it? That's awful. <sighs> wow. Oh, no my God. thank you. We're now getting our descent into uh, Moscow International Airport. For those of you uh, on a connecting flight, thank God, because you're going to get buried alive. Oh. Welcome to Russia. Woo. Tuesday, world-famous celebrity birthday file, Katy Perry. She's 38 today. Samantha B from Comedy Central. Nancy Cartwright, the voice of Bart Simpson. Pleasure overload. 65 today. Marion Ross, God bless her, still alive. Mrs. C from Happy Days. She is 94 today. Aww. Today is National Mother-in-Law Day, Greasy Food Day, National Chucky Day. Oh, jeez. You know like, the movie Child's like Play? Like the doll? Some, however, call it National Kill Doll Day. Oh, no. So we should celebrate all the evil little possessed dolls. I guess. Isn't that special? Gotta love Halloween, don't you? Uh You don't hear this around Easter, I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, I probably shouldn't bring it up, but Joe, did you hear the clip of the dad on the porch? No, I didn't hear that part. I came in a little after that, I think. Guess what he did on the porch? What? Uh, Why would you be interested in it? That's right. (laughs) 
<laughs> and the video is going viral. So see, you and I aren't the only ones that are immature like this. You know? Oh, that's awesome. And the woman that's... is very upset because it's unnecessary. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes. Sorry about that. <laughs> trying to find the audio again to play for no, you. Oh, yeah, to find, you no, again. you don't need to find it again. It's okay. It's really not necessary. I know. I, yeah, I think Joe knows what it sounds like. I mean, I think it's not necessary, but I think we got to do it anyway. Come on, let's go. Is it apple? If you want your apple, you gotta keep. <laughs> there it was. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Had to play it just one more time, just for Joe. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's good. That's Listen, good it's trending this morning. I don't make up what's yeah, trending. It's, it's not... big. Yeah, oh no, it's big. People all over the world listening. It's also, huge. happy birthday, Marion Ross. See, we got it all going <laughs> on this morning. Yep, the warm and fuzzies and the farts. We got it all. Mm-hmm. That's where I got it all going on. All right, we're getting that point station's got nothing on us. <laughs> You won't get that kind of trash from them. Never, ever. <laughs> they don't behave that way. Do you think they're hiring? No. <laughs> you, ready to, you ready to make your mad dash out of here? I'm just just wondering. <laughs> oh, so Shannon, what's up? They're <laughs> <laughs> talking about this uh, Chris Kringle cash. People say, what is that? What's the deal? You're starting mm-hmm. Christmas early. You're going to play all Christmas music. Let me just dispel <laughs> a couple of these rumors here. No, we are not going to play all Christmas music, although no. I'm sure at some point in the holiday season we'll get a little Bruce uh, Santa Claus is coming to town, a little of jingle rock in here, okay? Of course. But no, that's not what we're talking about. Your holiday shopping starts now. Mm-hmm. And so we figured we'd get you some extra cash to help mm-hmm. you do it, and it'll be your chance to win anywhere from $100 to $5,000. That's amazing. Like twenty five grand, we get to play around with. Hmm. We'll start doing that, like that. Thursday morning. Somebody is going to win some cash, and then we'll do it three times a day, every day, every workday, starting Thursday. Okay. And it could be up to $5,000. That's amazing. How do you win that much? I'll give you all the details. We'll play for the very first time <laughs> Thursday morning. Rip off Santa for Chris Kringle cash. That's kind of sad. <laughs> That's but, what we do yeah. here. We go up to, we, we send, a guy, off. send a guy up to the North Pole. Little chloroform in the beard. Oh my god! Santa goes down, ripped off his cash. We're giving it out here at the boss. That's not nice. Don't chloroform Santa. What's the matter with you? Oh no! <laughs> I like that promo we get going. Oh no! Poor Santa. Mrs. Claus is like, how are we paying the Capital One bill, <laughs> Chris? This is just awful, isn't it? That's really. But hey, what do you care? Nice. It's a chance at up to five thousand dollars. Yeah. And, and listen, this is not a national contest. Nope. I always say that because I listen to the other radio stations. They all do these contests. Your chance to win a billion bucks in the big cash. <laughs> it's just like this this text thing. You know, they go into the casino. You have, right. The house always wins. Right. But this is you actually call in and whoever gets through wins the money. It's mm-hmm. that easy. Could be up to $5,000. Yeah. Or at least a hundred, so that's not bad. You're gonna win no less than a hundred, no more than five grand. That's a good gift for someone. A hundred dollar gift. It's pretty good, right? I've already said too much on this because the big announcement okay. is coming Thursday, and that'll be your first okay. chance to play for the money. Uh, Seven o'clock, we'll kick this whole thing off. Chris Kringle cash throughout the rest of the holiday season, right here from Jersey's Free Money Radio Station, one zero seven one. The boss, or the fog coming in this morning was brutal. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was scary. <laughs> It's already, listen, it's already dark out yep. when we're driving in. You're, sure. We're driving down the road. There's no street lights. Then you get those huge trucks with their beaming lights behind you. And then with the fog, it just makes it look, it's like ominous. <laughs> and I'm also you tired. And Nick, you and Nick, you see fog and you think of a horror movie. Yeah, do you not? I don't know. I just It's just an inconvenience. But, it's uh, scary. It was funny because I mentioned we were up in New England with my family over this past weekend. We did not empty the trash. 
and it really needed to be done. And so mm. Rochelle says, "We'll we'll get home Sunday night, and then we'll do it." And then we didn't do it. Well, we, we were late. stuck in five hours of traffic, right. so we <laughs> so we didn't do it. And then yesterday, she says, I'll, "I'll do it when we get home after doing the show." And of course, it's pouring rain yesterday, yeah. and we didn't want to bring the trash out to the big uh, dumpster. Uh-huh. So it's just been sitting there. So we got trash problems <laughs> in the house. <laughs> And it's all the rain's fault. It is the rain's fault. This anyway. is one of those issues you have when you, you live in, you know, a condo, a townhouse, an yeah. apartment, and you don't have your own trash thing. It It's a pain in the butt. It's not easy to go and take your trash out. I got to walk it half a mile, and I'm not doing it in the rain. I'm not doing it. Talk about your horror movie, though. So yeah. It's just got mounds of trash. And <laughs> when we first get together, I don't know where I developed this habit, but I would just take, uh, if I had a can, of, you know, a can of soda or something, I would just put it on the counter. And then I'd throw it away when I was ready to throw it away instead of putting it in the trash. How is that better than having a bag full of trash? It, it's not. I'm just saying this is some bad habit that I developed. And because the uh, trash is full and we really need to take it out, I don't want to uh, risk it falling right, down. Right, you still do this. So I just put it on the counter because I just, I'm not, I know what I need to do is just pack it down and I don't want to touch it because right. I'm prissy like that. You so. do this with your dishes too. You put them next to the sink. <laughs> there's a big hole there. I know. It's a big silver hole. I know. Usually there's not much in there. All you got to do is put it. In the hole. In the hole. Like a horror movie. (laughs) Also, uh, this really has nothing to do with anything, but I just thought I would mention it to you because uh, you know I love uh, all things British. And so I'm watching the new prime minister over there on the news this morning, uh, Rishi Sunak. And it's great. It's the first uh, man of color to serve as a British prime minister. I think it's great. But I'm going to say this. He's kind of a dweeby looking guy. And he reminds me (laughs) of my allergist when I was a kid. (laughs) Who also had kind of a long, unusual name. He does. He, I went to a Dr. Schwetschkenbaum, and he kind of reminds He looked just like him. He kind of reminds me of my doctor <laughs> from when I was a kid. So now I'm seeing this man who's going to be on the news all the time, and I'm thinking to myself, he looks like my allergist. Congratulations yeah. on the success. You look like my old doctor who used to look up my nose. That's right. <laughs> Told you it had nothing to do with anything. I'm just reading about him this morning in, uh, on CNN, and he kind of looks like my old allergist. It's amazing. So, it's like a horror movie. You see what I mean? It's he said... She said, with Robbie and Rochelle. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. I just I thought Joe would like it. You could have helped yourself. You're you right. You cho- chose not to. No, I really couldn't. I couldn't resist. I feel like I had to share it with him. So. But nonetheless, I apologize because mm-hmm. I know it upset you. It doesn't upset me. It's just unnecessary. <laughs> like, it's just not, you know, everybody does it. It's okay. It's I really, like making it's Joe really laugh. That's that all. Funny. It's just not that funny. Like, I don't I don't understand this humor. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I really I agree with you. It is stupid, but I just love how how much it tickles him. And I, I like making him laugh. He's my friend, you know? Okay. <sighs> it's a random thing that reveals a lot about a person. <laughs> For example, how much he enjoys sophomoric humor. Yeah. It's a random thing that tells you a lot about a person. Just some little quirk of theirs. And you go, that tells me everything I need to know about that guy. How much they enjoy fart jokes. <laughs> what does that tell you about Joseph P. Nolan, radio legend, huh? I'm going to leave it alone. He's a big goon like the rest of us. That's what. <laughs> now, you know what tells me a lot about a person? Especially, well, obviously, a, a woman. A woman's purse. Ah. When I look at a woman's purse... It tells me a lot about them. Did we ever mention we were out to dinner in East Brunswick a couple of weeks ago, and you were just watching this parade of ladies? They were like uh, the Sex in the City girls. All yeah. four of them had the uh, Louboutins with those red bottom mm-hmm. heels, you know? Yeah. What are those, like three grand a piece? Some of them. I mean, Three grand a pair, I should yeah, say. Yeah, you, you can get a pair for like 700 or so. But, oh, all right. But yeah, if they got the Louboutins and then the Louis va- bag or the... But you know, that doesn't necessarily tell me that you're uh, well-to-do, that you're rich. No, but it tells me about... 
who you are as a person. It's just you're showy. You're kind of a snob, right? I don't know that it's a snob, but that you value that you value things like that. Don't you wear those to have everybody look at you and go, "Whoa, look at those shoes!" Right? The red bottoms, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're not comfortable at all. So you're not wearing. So yes, those the shoes would be showy, but the purses, I think. It just kind of tells you who they are. Like, if you see a woman walking down the street with just a big, like, diaper bag, you know, this is a mom. She's on a mission. This is what yeah. she's doing. If you see a girl who's, you know, fully manicured with her brand new Louis Vuitton bag and her Louis Vuitton shoes, a little different lifestyle this girl has. You were talking um, about Ina Garten, the uh, barefoot contessa. Yeah. The TV uh, cook mm-hmm. with my mother the other night. You said she's very uh, crisp. Right, the fact that her shirts are so, her collars on her uh, little shirts that she wears are so perfectly pressed. Yeah. It tells you a lot about how she would be as a person. It does. I I can envision her closet. I don't even have to know. Color-coded? It's color-coded. It's got the either really nice velvet or metal hangers that are, and everything's in a row. There's a little space in between each one of those because if you squish them together, they wouldn't be pressed like that. Now describe my closet. It's just a mess. It's, it's, thrown in, it's in the balls. closet of a man who likes fart jokes. Like that's <laughs> that's what it is. Oh, that's, that's the uh, that's the name of my Netflix documentary. That's what it is. Closet of a just, man who likes fart jokes. You're like, I don't have any underwear. I'm like, yes, you do. What do you mean? <laughs> I can't find them. You know, I can always find them when I was single. So you you move my stuff. Uh, that's what you do. I think you hide it on me a okay. little bit. Is there a random thing? <laughs> it reveals a lot about a person. Oh, I'm getting a stink eye now. Random thing tells you a lot about a person. 732-774-4444. How do you answer that? Or maybe it's about you. You can also text us, get us on Facebook. Those are next. It's your he said. She said. Still getting a stink eye. Oh, my God. Time for your CBB, your community bulletin board. You get something good going on in the neighborhood, whether you're a business, an organization, a charity. Just a community group trying to give back, do some good, raise some funds for your cause. Please let us know about it here on the Community Bulletin Board. You can send those in to us anytime. Text the link, 732-774-4444. Do it on the Facebook page. Shoot us a little direct message or do it at 1071theboss.com, where you can always see where the boss roadies are going to be on tour. Anytime, just click station events or community events. And the CBB this morning is brought to you by MyMediMinder.net. Loved ones not taking medications, check out mymediminder.net. That's mymediminder.net. Big event today, 1071 The Boss. RWJ Barnabas Health hosting a recruitment and career fair. Starts at 11 o'clock in Tom's River at the Clarion Hotel. Whether you're an employer searching for the right candidate or a marketable candidate considering a change, Career Today NJ is a recruitment event that you have been waiting for. RWJBH.org slash events for the details or just click the link. We've got the graphic right there on the homepage, 1071theboss.com. Halloween at the Ocean County Mall is going on Thursday from 4 to 7. Family activities, lots of candy, prizes for the best costume and a whole lot more. You want to walk through Spencer's Gift, see if anybody notices that you don't work there (laughs) wearing a costume. Ocean County Mall on Facebook for details. Downtown Somerville Halloween Spooktacular goes on Friday from 3 to 7. Trick or treat at the local businesses. Catch a hayride to the county courthouse lawn for pumpkin painting, family activities, live music, and a whole lot more. That's downtownsomerville.com for the info. And the Carteret Annual Fall Festival and Halloween Parade goes on noon on Saturday. It's a free event. They got a moon bounce, face painting, pumpkin picking, prizes, Music, DJ, spinning the tunes, cookies, cider candy, and you guess the weight of the giant pumpkin to win. That's fun. You can guess my weight to win, too, if you want. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Come one, come all, boys and girls. Carteret.net for all the details. All right, just a couple of things we thought you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood, CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Meanwhile, it's our he said. She said. Is there a little thing, a little small thing, a little random thing, a little quirk that really reveals a whole lot about a person and who they are? 
you know, what their personality is, the kind of person they are. We got a text from 4095 that said how they treat their server at a restaurant. They say that. Yeah. Or how a man treats his mother. They mm-hmm. say yeah. Good determining factor. Another text said uh, from 7316 that said if they have to take a photo of their food before eating it. <laughs> well, this is something that a lot of people do now. I, I realized when it first started, this was kind of a goofy thing. Mm-hmm. But now everybody does it, so I think it's fine. Does that everybody mean, do it? Well, yeah, I think a lot of people do it. Maybe more younger people do it yeah. than older people. <laughs> it might be a little bit of a kid thing. But yeah. I think, uh, you know, that's a nice thing to post on social media as opposed to another rant or some conspiracy sure. theory or some sure. garbage like that, you yeah. know? I mean, I don't mind seeing a picture of your veal parmesan. No, right. I, I don't. I don't mind seeing it, but I think it does say something about a person who is out to eat and has to take a photo of their food. I, I'm guilty of it. I do. Sure. I take photos of my food all the time. Well, more frequently, just... we take uh, photos of our cocktails. And yeah. uh, well, there you go. Boom. Tells you a whole lot about who mm-hmm. we are. Tells you a yeah, whole lot. Absolutely. Both Heather and Tom said the way that you treat animals, or, or the way that a dog reacts to you. Hmm. I hear that, and I do think that that is true. Someone do you? Do you believe in that old superstition that an animal can uh, smell well, a bad person? Here's the thing. This is this is what I think. I think the way that you treat your animal does say something about you. My my hesitation is Tony Soprano was great to animals. <laughs> Loved him. Loved animals. Yeah, he'd whack your head in a second. He sure. doesn't mean so. I don't. Well, know. all people are uh, complicated, or most people are complicated. There's shades yeah. of gray. I yeah. mean, I suppose there are some people who are just dummies and are just black right. and white, right? Right. But most people are a little more complicated, you know. But that's what I'm saying. Like Tony Soprano would never hurt an animal, ever, ever, ever. Well, it should. That's it. Does tell you something about him? It says that he's not all bad. So yeah, he might. Uh, but you know, he might whack his and, uncle, and, but he's not a bad guy. Well, he is a bad guy. A, I mean, he cheats at his wife. He yeah. steals. He lies. He kills. Well, I mean, he'd be even worse. <laughs> he'd be, he'd be even worse if he smacked a dog's head, so at least that he's not true. doing that. That is true. That does tell you a little something about him. He has some sort of a soul deep down there. You know, That's something in there. <laughs> Why are we talking about Tony Soprano? He's not just, even a well, real... It's a fictional character. I understand, but whenever someone says the way that you treat your animal shows how a person is, for whatever reason, my brain you know, goes right to Tony Soprano, who is extremely compassionate to all animals, and I understand it's a fictional character, but that is based in some <laughs> truth, I think. I don't know. I feel like this reveals something about you. That's fine. That's fine. It can. It can. Based on my viewing of uh, (laughs) the Queen. (laughs) Okay, Ralph. It's a random little thing. Reveals a lot about who you are as a person or who this person is as a person. Makes sense? 732-774-4444. I got two lines lit up. We'll go grab those. Put them on hold here. You can also text us. Get us on Facebook. Morning, Joseph. Good morning, Robbie. Good morning, Rojo. Good morning. That feels good. You hear that uh, crocodile hunter guy we just had on, the Wild Territory on Netflix? Guy sounds just like Brad Blanks. (laughs) He really does. He's from uh, the bush in Australia. Yeah, I love those. Oh, I love that accent. Isn't it nice? We get on the line. Again, I don't know if you just heard this a few minutes ago, but I said, uh, hey, Matt, good morning. How are you? He goes, hi, mate. <laughs> hey, good day, mate. That makes me feel much cooler than I really am to be called, hey, mate. I like that. Yeah, I know. I know. No, I we I used to. I still do. I have a very good friend who's Australian, and it's 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 he's a riot. He ne- he's never down. He's never he's never unhappy. He's a, it's really pretty funny. They are terrific people, those Australians. Yeah, they really are. They really are. Love them. <laughs> well, good. This is like a tourism advertisement. They drink for... like animals too. Well, again, that's why you and I fit right in. You know? <laughs> <laughs> These are our people, Joe. Maybe you and I are part Australian. I don't know. Well, you know what it is. Most of those folks down there are from uh, Ireland. 
Yeah. Oh, is that true? I didn't realize it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. With the with uh, Botany Bay and the you know the penal colony they set up, and the English sent all the Irish they didn't like to Australia. Well, some of the stuff you come out with is just so fascinating. No, I, no that's the absolute truth. Yeah, you're like yeah. Rick Steves, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the PBS right, well, guy. Yeah, I know you mean. I feel like I've lost control of this radio program. If I'm being honest with you, <laughs> let's put the wraps on this. A random thing, a little thing that reveals a whole lot about a person when you notice it, when you hear it happen, you see it happen. Kathy said, do they say thank you for holding the door open them? Yeah, and similarly, if you let someone go, you wave them into traffic, like if there's a line of traffic and they're trying to you know, pull out of a driveway or something, mm-hmm. you let them into the mm-hmm. line of traffic. If they don't give they you a little wave or the little nod, the little tap of the, uh, you know, the little salute off the forehead, yes. they're a jerk. Yes. Okay. I'm trying to get a little clarification. I did text back to 6608 because they said where you leave your car at the grocery store. And I was wondering if they meant cart because I think that that Mm. does. Now, car, I guess, could also mean something if you're someone who parks way in the back of the parking lot. It means you're probably either looking for steps or you're uh, freaking out that your car's going to get hit by one of the carts. Yeah. Or by somebody opening their door, I guess. I don't know if they meant car or cart because cart also says something. Well, either way, you're probably a little OCD, don't you think? Well, no, it's just polite to put the cart back. Yeah, I guess you should that, always you know, put the cart back. Yeah, but if if you don't, I'm saying the, if you're worried about the cart, that, I think that is one of those things where you get judged if you just leave your cart sitting right there. Especially when well, a lot of people do everywhere. it, like it's no big deal. These it's like the same okay. people walk out of the bathroom. You can hear they didn't wash your hands. Like who you are these do people? Do that? Yeah. Who are these people? Listen, I'm a person who puts a cart away. You are. I know. You I, do do I look like a big meanie, but no, I tell you what, you I, I always put the cart away because those people are working hard for minimum wage, whatever it is. You want? You know, I don't want to be a jerk. That's a tough gig. Annie says, your hair and your nails tell a lot about a person's hygiene. No. Yeah, I mean. I really need to cut mine. My nails are clean. <laughs> yeah. My hair is disheveled, but it is clean. It's not disheveled. It's clean. I mean, I washed it yesterday, which is which is rare for me. You might need to do a little bit of the Nutrice, you know, the blonde sheen thing. Yeah, my roots are What do they call that? Bit. Well, you fix the roots, the coloring, it's not Nutrice. Bleach? Which well, bleach, fine. Bleach. Nutrice? I don't <laughs> even know what that is. <laughs> it's probably a product from 1942. Nutrice? Knowing me, but... This is this topic today is one of those things where like you mention so much nails and you look at your own. You know, it makes you a little self conscious hearing about. Are your nails clean? Are they clean under there? They're not great, to be honest with you. Ew. I did clean them a couple of days ago, but I think I just need to cut them. This is gross. I, this farts don't bother me. Talking about nails is weirding me out. <laughs> I had some boss. What about the cleanliness of someone's car? The interior. The interior color of somebody's car. Yeah, the cleanliness. Oh, the, oh, the cl- cleanliness. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That does say a lot about a person. Uh, yeah. Rochelle used to, when she started out in this business, used to run the um, you know, the promotional team, you know, the kids that hand out stuff when we you see us out at uh, you know the carnival and that kind of thing. And I remember there was yeah. this kid that worked for her that had trash in his back seat. And he was a nice kid, but it did tell me something. I said, what is wrong that he's got empty pizza boxes stacked up in his mm-hmm. back seat? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it kind of makes like, what, what does our house look like at that point? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. that's an excellent point. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. You remember that kid? What was his name? Luke? Luke. I Luke. hate to call him out, but like, I, it didn't make me upset. I felt yeah. bad for him. It's like, why do you have trash yeah, in your car? Yeah, it was almost like he he had to have lived some portion of his life in that car because yeah. there was a lot. I mean, there were clothes and bottles and all kinds of stuff. On the other hand, impressive that you can eat. I don't know that I could eat a slice of pizza while driving a car. Oh, I could. I would absolutely sure. have sauce all over my shirt. Well, you got to let it cool down. I'd have to get a little focaccia, or yeah, else yeah. I don't know that I'd be able to pull it off. <laughs> That's I true. thought he said the interior of the car. And, you know, yeah. we have red seats in our car. So. We do. Well, that definitely says something yeah. about someone. It says we're obnoxious. I mean, I didn't pick up the car, but... <laughs> it says I'm obnoxious. <laughs>
<laughs> little random thing, a little quirk reveals a lot about a person. 732-774-4444. Bus text connect. Always open if you still want to answer later today or if you're scrolling on the Facebook. 1071 The Boss on Facebook.